Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Viking Age podcast. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor for thevikingage.com, where we cover the Minnesota Vikings. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Shad, who writes for us here at the Viking Age, as well as Zone Coverage, Bring Me the News, and the Brookings Register. Before we get started today, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to our channel and like this video. And also follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook and the audio version of this podcast will be available on Spotify, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Go check that out if you prefer the audio version. Uh, Chris, I do have some trivia today. Oh, uh, boy. Let's go. <laughs> Let's all right. go. All right. All right. So, Devin Cook, he got released last week. I don't know if you heard. Uh, he was released by the Vikings after six seasons. Uh, from Such 2000- a quick decision, too. <laughs> yeah, it, took, it was really simple. Uh, from 2007 to 2020. Adrian Peterson and Dalvin Cook combined to lead the Vikings in rushing in 13 of those 16 seasons. Three different players led the Vikings in rushing in the other three seasons. Can you name those three players? So what were the years again? 2007 to 2022 and uh, 13 of 16 seasons, Peterson and Cook led the league or led their led the Vikings in rushing. 2007 to 2022. So Latavius Murray led the team in rushing in 2017. Ding! So that's one. Yep. There's three of them, huh? Uh-huh. Chester Taylor? Nope. 2016, Adrian, or 2015, Adrian got hurt. Was it Matt Asiata? That was 2014. He got suspended. So that's two. So, so that's two. So we have, I'm just trying to think, Jarek McKinnon. Or no, sorry, sorry. It wasn't McKinnon. 2018, Cook was out for a while. Murray was still there, though. But yeah, he said him. 2007. You said Chester, not Chester Taylor. Nope. That's just when it started. Yes. 2007. Yes. I, I wondered if like. I'll give you the year. It was 2016. You're looking 2016. for the last one. <sighs> <laughs> you already said it. Was it Jarek McKinnon? It was. He led the Vikings in rushing in 2016, huh? Yeah, because I Peterson thought got, maybe they had like a stopgap. But yeah, Peterson shredded his knee. Yeah. yeah. So I'm in- he had uh, Asiata in 2014 because Peterson got suspended. McKinnon did pretty well. He, McKinnon probably would have led the Vikings in rushing that year, but he got hurt too after like 11 games. That's why I didn't think it was him. And then McKinnon in 2016 after Peterson got hurt. And then Latavius Murray in 2017 after Dalvin Cook got hurt. Those are the three. What a trio. What a trio. Latavius Murray, I did not know because Ben Gessling tweeted out like this will be the first year since 2006 or seven that the Vikings are beginning a season without a Pro Bowl running back on the roster and i was like huh? and I, was, I was like oh i guess latavius murray made the pro bowl when he was with the raiders before he signed uh i remember that was a big signing too it was when they, when they and signed then they trapped the devil then they yeah like that was just kind of thing it's like uh yeah and then we're also gonna double down i mean it worked out 
So yeah. it was a good it was a good decision. Uh, so first topic of the day, another person from the old regime dealing with the new regime and the way that they're doing things. So Daniil Hunter, he has not attended any of the Vikings voluntary OTAs this year. So that's his right. He can do that. Justin Jefferson's not there either. So. He's not the only one, not the only big name, not there. Um, but the Vikings are have, holding their mandatory minicamp this week, I believe. Starts tomorrow, Tuesday, and lasts uh, Wednesday or Thursday. Um, on Monday, NFL Media's Tom Pelissero reported that Daniel Hunter is not expected to attend the team's mandatory minicamp this week. Uh, like I said, he hasn't been in attendance for any of the OTA practices this year that are voluntary, so he doesn't have to, uh, because he's looking for a new contract from Minnesota. Hunter currently has a cap hit of $13.1 million, uh, for next season, but he's only scheduled to make around $5.5 in cash. So that, that $13.1 million is just, just funny money for uh, for the cap hit. Um, so not participating in drills to avoid injury, I, I understand not going to, to or going to minicamp and, and not participating in drills for that. Um, but is Daniel Hunter hurting his chances maybe for success next season by not being at OTAs and, and minicamp to, to learn Brian Flores's new def- new defensive scheme, you know, coming off a year where it took him about half a season to learn Ed Donatel's defense. Yeah, I think it, it can't help, right? I mean, you would like to get those reps in. You would like to kind of learn what you're going to do because I know last year, Daniel Hunter started very slow and yep. he wound up with 10 and a half sacks because he wound up, I mean, he didn't know what he was doing for half the season. Like he, he was just like, what is this? I don't understand. Why am I dropping back in zone? Why am I not, why am I not rushing the passer? That might have something to do with this whole contract demand thing yep. too, because yep. he might say, Hey, I've had my best seasons where I've had my hand in the dirt. I want to go back to that. I'm not going to be used like that in Flores' scheme, either pay me a lot of money because of that or get me out of here. And, you know, I, I think too, like this has been a tough couple of weeks for the whole well, that's a fake narrative. Not everybody's for themselves in that locker room. You're just making stuff up. Well, uh, <laughs> Dalvin Cook just left because he want, He apparently wasn't going to take a pay cut here or anywhere else. Now he's good, looking good, for good a for him, by the way, significant deal. He was going to make a lot more money than any other running back in the league right now. So he, yeah. he, shouldn't, he shouldn't have said he wanted to take a pay cut. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Dalvin Cook's got, you know, Dealing a bidding too. war going Adam on Dealing. right now. You know, Adam Thielen wanted his money in a bigger role. Like <laughs> he put himself before the team. Um, <laughs> Eric Hendricks, you can kind of say, excuse me, <coughs> tickle in my throat. Eric Hendricks, you can kind of say. The, the, um, that was the Thielen, uh, you know, mystique just hitting you. Just, hit, just, just hitting me. You said his name and it up there. Disdain. I, I'm just missing so much that I, um, <laughs> tear, tears just rolling down my face. You can't see it on camera. I am crying inside. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Zadarius Smith wanted more money. Uh, Daniel Hunter wants more money. Like Eric Hendricks is the only guy where it's like, hey, dude, it's just run its course here. And he's Patrick like, all right, Peterson? cool. I'll go to L.A. Pat, Pat Pete wanted old. more money. Went yeah. to the Steelers, even though he was on the podcast, on his podcast, being like, yeah, I love the Vikings, man. I mean, I really want to come back. And you're going to give me how much? Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, we're going to go to Steve. Got to go. Brian McFadden rips off his Vikings jersey <laughs> and there's just Steelers. Yeah, Steelers go win the Super Bowl. Go pick it. Pick it. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it's just been a tough couple of weeks for people who, who seem to think like soon as that season ended, everybody looks around and be like, all right, where's mine? Where's my money? Mine, 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 mine. Yeah. And that was the mentality that sabotaged the last two Mike Zimmer years because everybody was looking out for themselves. And that whole like team friendly, you know, to borrow Darren Wolfson's term, kumbaya kind of went out the window. So mm-hmm. we're seeing that with Daniel Hunter right now. You know, you feel bad for the guy a little bit because he signed such a bad contract. But then again, you don't because he signed the contract. Yeah, he he and knows and his hands work. His he's the one doing it. Everything. <laughs> like, I don't know if his agent's got some like dirt on him or whatever, but yeah. I mean, he has just been screwed in every set and he's just a willing participant just like yeah let okay yeah move some money up yeah whatever like you put money in front of him he's like well hey hey i need more money what, what's going on here so did he go to minicamp last year he did i, I believe not, so i think he was I, there I, well, I don't know yes, if he practiced, because, because he got a well how much was that bonus in march like he got oh, a yeah. lot of guaranteed money in March and oh, yeah. he was right there with Zadarius Smith, Gregarious Zadarius just walk. <laughs> hey man, I'm here. I'm so excited. I'm all about the team. Like, where's my money? Where's my money? Where? <laughs> Come on. Like Stewie Griffin, just beating the shit out of Brian. Just like, where's yeah. my money, man? Where's he my to, money? He had to play because his, his knee, uh, or because of his, uh, per game bonuses even though you know he could have gotten more money if he just rested a game or two off uh yeah it's it's uh it's, and this this always happens and we're going to talk about it a little more in, in a little bit but like the new regime comes in last year they kind of felt everything out and whether that was under their control or not and they fig- kind of figured out who they want to stay and who they want to go this year they're letting all those guys they want to go out the door um and if other guys aren't willing to maybe accept some of the rules or or guide or standards that the like the new regime wants them to you know like Dalvin you want to stay okay then then you need to take way less money because I'm sorry but one paying a running back in the NFL doesn't amount to anything uh and then you know two your your numbers not that great last year okay you went over a thousand yards but looking at the efficiency numbers uh very poor like bottom of the league so you need to take less money um and he was like nope so they were like okay See you later. Same thing with Thielen, where he's like, I'm still good. I got so much left in the tank. They're like, yeah, but you're not worth what you're going to get. And he was like, yes, I am. And they're like, no, you're not. See you later. Got rid of him. Uh, Dalvin Tomlinson wanted a lot of money. He's like a lot of people have said he's like, like he's the the biggest loss or whatever, or one of the biggest losses of this the offseason. And I'm just like, eh, he was okay. Like you look at these guys and you just kind of shoulder shrug, don't you? Like the people that went out the door Yeah. and the Vikings are being really smart about it too, because they're not being like, we just volunteer. We did not want Patrick Peterson. We didn't. It's more kind of like, Hey, you want to, Oh, you don't. Uh, They're they're all, we gave gave him an offer, but you know, we just, we just couldn't afford to to give him money. Yeah. Way too much. It's a shame. Um, It's a shame. but, But like it's, they're getting, and, this happens with every look at like look and I'm gonna talk about this and what we're gonna talk about later too. The Cardinals, look what they're coming in and doing. The new coach and the new GM. There's like DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, you want more money? Oh, okay, see you later. Uh, you know, who knows what they're gonna do with Kyler Murray uh next year when you know if they have a top pick, are they gonna take Caleb Williams and then just try and move on from Kyler Murray? They've got you know JJ Watt left. Uh he retired. 
Um, but they they got they let Byron Murphy go out the door and and, and Buda Baker wants out and I'm sure they'll be like we don't want to be here see you later. Um, it's just what happens. The new regime comes. Why why would the new regime who got hired to fix things use the same players that the old regime used and didn't get the job done? Why does that right. make any any especially if they're older and they're past their prime? We're not talking about Justin Jefferson. We're not talking about Christian Derisaw. Like those guys, of course you keep them on the team. But if if the guys that were used by the old regime, uh, di- which didn't get the job done. You know, why are you going to keep those guys around? There's, there's no, no reason to do that, and that's what the Vikings are doing. Um, what, what, what else? Did I? Oh, so Daniel Hunter, you know, with the him not showing up to mini camp, and I guess this, this is technically a holdout. Um, for three days, two days, uh, he, he will get fined. I don't think he really cares because uh, they'll probably if he, if they do sign a new contract, he'll probably get those those fines back. Um, they can't do that anymore. They, they can't. Yeah. The players union just rolled over and played that. So now teams can't reimburse players. Well, the they can add it on fine. to probably like his number. They're like, we'll give they, you they like, can do it in a backdoor. So yeah, we'll give you a 50 grand more <laughs> than than what you want. That'll be your bonus. 50 grand. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> that would be a terrible bonus. Um, he's been he in trade would rumors. Probably sign it too. Yeah, but. we we talked last week about him being in trade rumors. Um, and so if if a deal is unable to get out, it's very obvious the Vikings are probably going to have no problem of uh looking for a trade partner. Now they can't release him because I think they have to. They would incur like a big bunch of dead cap, and they would lose cap space. I think if they released him, so that's not an option like it was with Devin Cook. Um, so Daniel Hunter, if he if he wants out. And they can't work out a deal. They're probably going to trade him now. I have no problem with them trading Daniel Hunter. They've already gotten rid of rid of a bunch of people. He was on the defense last year. The defense was terrible. So I know he's a good player, but he wasn't the difference maker that he's sometimes made out to be last year. Um, do you agree? Like I have no problem with, with the Vikings moving out from Hunter this offseason if they have to. Do you agree with that? Um. Yeah. I, I mean, do I want Daniel Hunter to stay? Of course. Like I, I would love for him to stay. The problem is. Right. Like, hey, he got screwed on the last contract, so he's going to try and make it up in this deal, and I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, he's probably, if I'm his agent, I'm looking at Von Miller's contract. He's older, has a longer injury history than Hunter has, and he got a crap load of money from the Buffalo Bills last year, like a yeah. six-year contract, even though like it's technically only three because there's Monopoly money on the back end. But still, six years for a you know early thirties pass rusher. You know, Hunter's like, well, I'm younger and I have less injuries, so there, there's that. Then you have Bradley Chubb, who is about the same age as Neil Hunter. He got a big contract from the Dolphins. <coughs> Excuse me, Adam Thielen's really just messing with me here. <laughs> I just haven't recovered yet. Bradley Chubb got this big contract from the Dolphins, and Neil Hunter's probably like, well, I'm better than Bradley Chubb, and he's right. The problem is like the Vikings are probably sitting there going like, okay, you might have one good year in you, maybe two. Like they don't want to do like a five, six, seven year mega deal with Daniel Hunter because that wouldn't give them a lot of flexibility. That's been their MO. So with Hunter now, it's just kind of like, you know, if if you can't work something out, you might as well get something for him or else it's just going to be a problem. And if that happens to be a first round pick in this upcoming draft, like you always laugh when people go, well, this is the draft. This is the loaded draft. Well, shoot. I, I mean, look at the number of quarterbacks that could be in the first round right now. You might as well just load up on as much ammo as you can. And if a team's like, we'll give you a first for Daniel Hunter. I, I mean, yeah, do it because 
not a lot of people are going to like this, but you need a quarterback and uh, preferably one that's not going to be 36 next year, (laughs) regardless of what you think of Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Um, And I mentioned Kyler Murray, too. Like, you never know about that, like trading for a quarterback like that. Not that they probably want to because he's making a lot of money um, and he's injury prone. Uh, but you never, you never He's know. He's a big gamer. There's just <laughs> to the point where it's like destroying his career. So, but listen, so is Justin Jefferson. But Justin Jefferson is also ridiculous. Justin Jefferson can put the controller down to go work out. Like He's also not Tyler. a quarterback. He doesn't have to know what everyone yeah. is, else is doing on on the field. He probably does know what everyone else is doing, but he just doesn't need to do that. Um, I was looking up Zadarius Smith and the amount of cash he's getting this year. He's getting 10.5 from the Browns after they kind of reworked his deal and a little bit from the Vikings, if you remember. Um, so, like, why would the Vikings feel like they need to give Daniel Hunter, like, a significant amount more than what Zadarius Smith is making next year? He was just outplayed yeah. by Zadarius Smith. So why would, why should they feel like they... And they're not... Like Darius Smith's what, maybe a year and a half older than older than uh, Daniel Hunter, so it's not like a huge age gap. Um, but like, it's just not from what Quasi has done, his background of you know coming from stock trading. It's not giving Daniel Hunter a multi-year lucrative contract at this point in his career. It's not a smart investment. Give him if you want if he's going to agree agree to a one year, a two year, maybe a three year extension then consider it but anything after that no like we'll we'll, we'll find a trade partner for you and get you out of here because it's just not it wouldn't be smart and vikings are clearly preparing to be successful in 2024 and beyond 2023 they would still like to be competitive hence the competitive part and the competitive rebuild but it's not a top priority they're not like we're gonna get 10 for the super bowl next year it's very obvious they're not doing that but you know and do you get- have a problem with that no yeah because they should have done this last year and they probably would have got maybe got more than what they've been getting or not getting for their their the players that they got rid of this year. You know, I don't know if they get anything for Thielen or, or Kendricks, but they definitely could have gotten something for Dalvin Cook, I feel like. Um and they maybe could have traded Neil Hunter. They could have traded Harrison Smith. Um so like it's something they should, probably should have done last year. But they wanted to kind of instill a winning culture into the locker room and, and show the players in there that like, Hey, we're a good coaching staff. We can, we can do this. So, you know, now let's, let's build a team that we want and help ourselves be successful for even longer than just this season. So, uh, did, did they wait too long? Maybe we'll find out, but, um, no, I have no problem because I was expecting them to do it last year and they didn't. So I've already been prepared for the teardown, uh, as, Mike Florio likes to to call it. You know what? Let's just let, we'll, we'll get right into it. So last week the Vikings released Dalvin Cook. We already talked about. It. Afterwards, a certain part of the portion of the not certain, but a, a a significant part of the portion of the the fan base kind of looked at that move and just felt like it was the like the the last straw. It's the straw that broke the the camel's back, as they like to say. Um, they they feel like the Vikings are in full full rebuild rebuild mode wow i can't speak today full rebuild mode you know they're tanking uh mike florio a a vikings fan himself uh who runs profootballtalk.com um he wrote that the vikings are basically quote paring it down this offseason uh with all of the moves that they've made to their roster uh here's a little part of what he wrote so he titled this a year after running it back the vikings are tearing it down um, and here's what he wrote a little bit, just a little bit. The Vikings aren't prioritizing winning as many winning as many games as possible in 2023. Just 
like the Cardinals. The Vikings are thinking about the franchise's future with a franchise quarterback. A true year-in and year-out best in the league or close-to-it passer and runner that they haven't had since Fran Tarkin. Uh, So yeah, Florio believes the Vikings are, quote, tearing it down this offseason. Is this true? Or is it a pretty big overreaction? I don't think so. So like tearing it down and tanking to me are two different things. Yeah. Like this is like replacing the cabinets in your house. Like you buy a new house. You're like, I don't like the cabinets. So you rip out the old ones and you get new ones. Right. This isn't like get rid of the asbestos. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill yeah this isn't like we're gonna mow this thing down and we're just gonna build on the foundation like this isn't like i've joked as quasi called it full rams like they're not going full bears where you just get rid of everybody you trade them and you just have cap space and draft picks like that's not what i feel like the vikings are doing um i feel like because it's interesting too like <clears throat> the rebuild is like a dirty word in TCO performance center, right? Nobody wants to say it. The Wolves don't want to hear it. Quasi doesn't, you know, uh, unless it has competitive in front of it. <laughs> like, is that like the biggest, like monkey clapping the sing- symbols, like thing, like the Wolves are just like, Quasi's like, okay, well, it's not a rebuild. It's a competitive rebuild. And like Ziggy and Mark Welford is like, yeah. Competitive, he said. Competitive, super competitive, yay! And like Quasi's like, God, these guys are idiots. But they hired me, so <laughs> they got. I don't know. They signed my checks. Yeah, they signed my checks. I have to do what they want. But like, you know, they have four-year contracts. Kevin O'Connell and Quasi Adolfo Mensa are in the second year of those contracts. Mm-hmm. And you look at what the Vikings gave up. I actually wrote this. Uh, a little bit at zone coverage. So I'll just kind of paraphrase, but you can check out the whole article tomorrow. You know, you cut Eric Kendrick. Okay. Like he doesn't have speed anymore. Probably not a good coverage linebacker, but he knew he was what he was doing. He was leader on the defense and everybody's just kind of expecting Brian Asamoa to seamlessly slide into his spot next to Jordan Hick. Mm, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I, kind of went nuts about Adam Thielen last year, but he still had 70 <laughs> catches for 716 yards and six touchdowns. I don't know what you're talking about. That's that's like a significant, you know, portion of the passing game. Like Jordan Addison, Kevin O'Connor's like, that's a day one starter, man. Like that's that's a day. He he looked like me after the Minneapolis miracle. Like this doesn't happen. It was, it was a, he was a day one starter, man. I can't believe he. Uh, maybe he was just maybe he was just like shocked. He like talked Quasi out of trading down like forty spots. Like I I like this punter in the second round. We're gonna take him, Kevin. No, 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 man. You gotta get Jordan Addison. Sorry to interrupt um, you, but I just thought of this. Should the Vi- should the Vikings try and sign DeAndre Hopkins? They have all this money now. Would that be would that be weird? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is DeAndre Hopkins good? Yeah, he's still good. Like did he, you see, he's did you see fine. the catch he hit? Did you see the catch he's he made? Fine. He's the not yeah. elite. He's, he's not 
fine. Yeah, he's, not, he's out of his part. He's the guy so. you dangle in your dynasty league, so the guy that hasn't been paying attention. But, I mean, he'd be really good if, if Justin Jefferson was taking all the attention from him, I feel like. Sure, but how old is he now? Yeah, he doesn't fit what the Vikings are. are doing. Right. Definitely. I mean, you know, KJ, so, so like what I'm saying, KJ Osborne, he ascends to the number two role. I mean, people seem to think that he might be like the wide receiver version of Leroy Horn, where he gives you a nice steady floor, but he's not going to exceed expectations. Right. Like he's going to get you 600 yards. He's going to get you four or five Will touchdowns Williams. and you live with it. Yep. Dalvin Cook, 1100 yards in four straight seasons. Adrian Peterson's the only running back in Vikings history to do that. You're turning to Alexander Madison. Listen to the show. You know exactly what I think about Alexander Madison. I'm, I'm not. So I'm not thrilled. <laughs> Patrick Peterson had five interceptions. Now you have Byron Murphy, who has one in four seasons. Like, and is he going to stay healthy? You know, we talked about Dalvin Tomlinson. Like, is Kyrus Tonga is he a fluke too, or can he ascend to a starting role? Uh, the edge rushers situation. You get rid of Zadarius Smith. Like. Zarius Smith had 80 quarterback pressures last season. Marcus Davenport had the same number of pressures as DJ Wanham. Remember him? The next Neil Hunter, DJ Wanham? Yeah. I, I mean, you look at all that and you're like, yeah, this is a rebuild. But nobody can say that. I think with the Vikings and the way that they're selling this, especially after what I said last week, that little birdie told me the Wilfs are kind of like, I don't know about this crazy yeah. guy, but they love Kevin O'Connell. If I'm Quasi and that is true, I am selling this season by saying, yeah, we're getting rid of some guys, but Kevin's going to coach them up. Remember Kevin O'Connell's co- culture, culture, 11-1 score wins. Everybody's all happy. Kumbaya. I borrowed that phrase again. But, but you know, you know what I mean? And, you know, the Wolves are probably like, Kevin O'Connell, yay! Kevin O'Connell, <laughs> yay! Like, I'm sure they're very smart people, by the way. But, I mean, it just seems like they're easily distracted by the thought of a nine-win season or whatever. And if they come up short, if they come up, like, they could be like the Jets were this year. Like, if a whole bunch of people step up and break out, the Vikings are that quarterback away team where they could either trade up for a quarterback in next year's draft, or they could be the team that the next pissed-off quarterback looks at and goes, I would like to play there, please. And they would, the Vikings might have the flexibility to be like, come on down. I don't know who that would be. <laughs> like, you don't want to go get another Matt Ryan, right? But no, but there's, there's guys that could be like, who knows? Maybe Tua becomes available down the road, like some, somebody like that or, or I don't even know right now. Justin, just, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say that because Chargers are fucking cheap and they'd be, they would make a dumb move like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and the NFL PA survey helps with that as well. That's going to probably keep coming out and the Vikings are going to keep being at the top and that's going to be great. Um, but I would compare kind of what the Vikings are doing to, you know, you get a potato and it's, it's got all these, maybe it's, it's been sitting around for a while and it gets all these spuds on it and you're like, oh shoot, can I get these off? So you like rip off the spuds and then there you go. Your potato is good. You got like uh, a brand new potato. So, like, the spuds are, like, Adam Thielen, Eric Kendrick, Darius Smith, Cam Dantzler, Patrick Peterson. Like, it was, like, they had to go in order to make this, to accomplish the goal that you want. They they had to go. Um, and it's it's difficult sometimes because people see the names on the back of jerseys. You know, if you 
looked at their numbers and didn't look at their names, every person would agree like, yeah, they should go. They're not worth what they wanted or what, what they were going to get paid. Like, it's a no-brainer. But you see you see a Thielen on the back of the jersey. You see a Kendricks on the back. You see Peterson on the back of the jersey. Like, people just get attached. And they're like, how could you do that? Like, how could you let them go? Like, they're in the prime of their career. You know, you're never going to do anything. And it's just like, not really. Have you been paying attention at all, like, in the last couple of years? So, like, yeah, it's just not. Not a rebuild to me. It I also mean, doesn't. It also doesn't help that you can't just buy a blank football jersey. Like I have, I have four twins jerseys, and they're all blank. I, I have a. Can I do that? All right. I was about to. I. 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 My wild jersey is actually Kirill Capri. I have like. I was gonna say, don't don't they have yeah blank? They have they blank do. hockey. I think yeah. basketball and football are the only one. I think college yeah. football you can get blank, obviously, because well, you used to be able to. Um, cause, but now they're making money. Um, it's good for them. Looking at the Vikings off season of all the players that they've lost since, you know, most of them are just huge losses apparently to, to some people and they're not gonna be able to recover. What actually was, who, who actually was the biggest loss for the Vikings? This well, season? if Daniel Hunter gets traded, yes, that'll, that'll yeah, will yeah, be yeah, the yeah, biggest yeah. loss. Um, <clears throat> probably go over? Cook. Okay. Did you want me to go over who they lost? I, I don't know. I, like I say cook and I'm just, even I'm like everybody. I'm just sitting there going like, yeah, that makes sense to get rid of him. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, we kind of spooked Patrick Peterson a little bit who very smart player, but you know, it's like all those players were descending talents. Like Hunter's the one player that might be an ascending talent, but how long does he ascend before he descends? He doesn't have you much left mean? to ascend. Right. So, I, I mean, it's just kind of like you have to replace that production. Obviously, you're relying on your younger players to do that. But I, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, I think any realistic Viking fan looked at this team after they lost the Giants and was like, yeah, they got to do something like what the alternate universe is. What Like, what moves could they have made to, like, go full Rams? Right. They would have trade for like Jalen Ramsey and like and not look like yeah. idiots. Like we gave up four first round picks for DeAndre Hopkins, and right. we're gonna have Thielen, Jefferson, DeAndre. This is just like Madden, baby. Like yeah. they didn't have any cap space. They didn't have any draft capital. They didn't like. And a lot of that is because of the previous regime. And I think sure. some people forget that too. They're like, oh, I can't believe they couldn't get anything for Dalvin Cook. And you know, it's like, well, that's because the previous regime gave him a terrible contract. And so, like, and he wasn't going to take a pay cut. And, th- and why think about, and, and like, it sticks in people's brain that Dalvin Cook was the engine because Mike Zimmer wanted yeah. to run the ball 400 times a season with yeah. one guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, wait, so you don't think the Vikings are going to be crippled by the departure of Irv Smith Jr.? Uh, this, this year? No. Sorry. Irv Smith's going to smash things that he breaks his I'll, thumb I'll, You know what? I'll be, I'll be rooting for him to succeed in the, with the Bengals. And I think he, he could because, you know, Joe Burrow's throwing the ball, so why, why not? Um, in worse spots. I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Duke Shelley. Why can't they bring him back? Like I understand. Yeah, I, yeah. What did he sign for? Two million. Yeah. With the Raiders, you couldn't afford that. That was a little weird. Like I, I understand he was. It was kind of like a fluky thing. He wasn't really good until this year, and but he was playing well, and, he and you weren't going to sign him to like a five-year contract. No. It was just- and he wanted to come back. He, yeah. he kept he saying he kept saying online like yeah I want to come back but I guess the Vikings like lowballed him or whatever but that's 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 one I feel like that I, I always question like two million like you gave all these void years to everybody but you can't you can't give Duke Shelley a, a one year two million dollar deal come on now you got 
you're you're hoping that Andrew Booth takes a step. You're hoping that Caleb Evans stays stays healthy. You know, like here's the thing. Like I feel uneasy about this, but like the Vikings can't really lose no matter what happens. Is unless like all their young players just turn out to be awful. Like yeah, if they, if they go four and or if they win five games, they have a high draft pick and they can trade up. If they win 10, 11 games and go to the playoffs, hey, they went to the playoffs. Kevin O'Connell is awesome. Like, there's not really like a, oh, my God, this team sucks type of scenario. I think it's just difficult, though, for them to to lose. It's going to be difficult if most of their top players stay healthy. It's going to be difficult for them to, to just only win five games or six games. They're they're going to be right in the middle where they always are. And then they're, they're not bad enough to be at the bottom of the league. And they're not good enough to be at the top of the league. They're right in the middle. And which just story of Kirk Cousins career, you know, to, you know, pile on him, but hall of every, fame. Everywhere. I ran into some Hashtag guy engagement. He, he like this guy. And I should have looked at his file. I was sitting on the deck having some beers. I didn't, I was just bored. And yeah. this guy's like screaming at me. And I'm just, he's like, cause I think, Things Alex Micheletti said to me, Hall of Fame with just one playoff win. And this guy, if you look at Hall of Famers, I'm sure they have a losing record in the playoffs too. And I'm like, did they check down on uh fourth and eight too? Or yeah, one well, he didn't, he didn't have any, you know what? Here, here's the thing with that fourth and eight play. Let's break it. I'm going to break it down. I don't have screenshots or anything. If the offensive line had blocked, if the receivers had gotten open by five yards, uh, if Dalvin Cook had ripped off a 20-yard gain before then, uh, then you replace all those players. You replace Adam Thielen with Calvin Johnson. Uh, you replace, uh, you know, Hall of the Great Wall of Dallas. Put the Great Wall of da- Dallas inside the offensive line. Then, you know, the conditions. I mean, I know the Vikings were number one on the players' report card, but, I mean, the air conditioning. I was there. The air conditioning <laughs> in that building that day was one degree warmer than Kirk Cousins' optimal temperature. So, I mean, if he would have been more comfortable, he would have thrown the ball downfield. Then we've got to talk about the pregame spread. I mean, mac and cheese with only, like, they use Wisconsin cheese. They need to use cheese from Vermont. I mean, what the hell are we doing here? (laughs) We need to fire the chef. This is like the twins, you know? They underachieve, they fire the trainer, and now they can barely get over 500 in the worst division in baseball. Like, I, I, where where do we start? Where, when are we finally going to get Kirk Cousins some help? That's what I want to know. Well, like, why don't people ever mention... The, we are uh, wasting his prime, Adam! Why don't people ever mention, you know, the loss uh, to the Packers in Lambeau last year in Week 17? That lost. wasn't his fault! Did you 40, see the defense? 41-17. to 17. Did, you, did you see the field? Like, uh, Come on, Adam. <laughs> what about the forty to three loss to the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, where was uh, the offense in, in that game? <sighs> the defense, defense again. <laughs> like, the, what about the Eagles? What about that game? I, I, if Irv Smith, if Irv Smith, hey, what, what, what do you expect? I mean, Donatello's just playing back the entire time. Yeah, the offensive line couldn't block that day. Couldn't block against Dallas too. He lost Christian Nairsaw. Not Kirk's fault. Yeah, it's been fun the last couple of days, just kind of like leaning into. <laughs> You know what's funny too? Like I, 
I don't hate Kirk Cousins. No. Like I, you and I, I don't think anybody hates Kirk Cousins. It's really hard. Like it would be cool if he like stepped up and like won a Super Bowl. Like that would be awesome. I would be the first guy in his like retirement. So like Kirk, my guy, you brought it home. Good for you, man. But it's just like, why is there an excuse for everything? It's like nothing is his fault. Nothing is everything around him. Like we a head coach. I, I've already had this right. It was kind of like, I feel like it was kind of like this for Case Keenum, though. Like, to be honest, at the end of the year of, the, of 2017, when people mm-hmm. were debating, like, you know, should they bring Case back or, or should they go after someone like Kirk Cousins? People were like, bring Case back. Look what he just did. Like, and everyone's just like, he's a career backup. Don't bring him back. It but was, you know what you do? You're after Lamar Jackson. Which I know there's like his elephant graveyard section of Twitter. That's like Lamar Jackson. No, I have my own theories on that, but (laughs) I can, I can put two and two together too as well. Um, That's all we got to talk about today. There's nothing else going on. That's a great, that's a great way to end it. um, I I don't even think, I don't even know if anything, like I think I saw Saquon Barkley is maybe holding out for the season. And I'm just like, do you guys like read the like him and Josh Jacobs too? And Delvin, and then we saw the, and I saw the Delvin Cook report. Like he's not going to take anything less than five million or whatever. It's like, do you guys read the room? Like, do you guys look around, see like your position's like turning into you're basically a punter. If like, I if I were a running back, I'd try and sue Pro Football Focus. <laughs> <laughs> like I I would like costing me money de- defamation lawsuit. Like, like you said that running backs don't matter. And now everybody else is listening to you. Everybody looks at offensive genius, Kyle Shanahan, who's probably got like a undrafted community college roster on training camp. Yeah. That's baffling. Now that you look back and like that, that they traded for Christian McCaffrey. Like, like, they tra- yeah, that's, that's the whole, nobody wants to mention that. But <laughs> traded. Running backs don't matter. Kyle Shanahan just said, well, it's offensive. Yeah, that's Kyle Shanahan. Like he's got so many weapons, man. Like he can line Christian McCaffrey out wide. He can do all that stuff. <laughs> he's, he's basically not even a running back. Well, you think I just, it. I don't get it. Like, look at what, yes. like, like what Miles Sanders got the most lucrative contract this year and he's getting like seven or eight million he it's because he's 26 that's why Can i give you another pff gripe you ever notice how like every one of their guys like calls daniel hunter Danell? yeah it's really annoying like did they just like get together in a room and like all right like five years ago all right guys uh Danell. it's, it's, Dan- <laughs> it's better than- and, and, like everybody was just like Okay, Something cool. I'll run with it. Like the Vikings, are, like send out literally these teams have pronunciation guides, and like they hand it like it's just like the Jimmy Butler mean or something. Just like it's Danelle, Danelle Hunter. Like, say, right? yeah, We're sticking say, with it. You can say a Fetty Odenabo, but you can't say uh, Danelle. Now I just said Danielle now. Now just now just imagine if like you were a running back, they probably call him like Bob Hunter or something. Like, <laughs> we don't know what that name is, right? No, I just that just popped in my head about the because I saw the Barkley stuff. Like, what do you guys read the room? You're not gonna get you know an Adrian Peterson contract or yeah. a, a Derrick Henry contract. It's not happening anymore. So like, Which and I sucks saw, for them. Yeah, I saw a bunch of them were like, "Well, this, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing this for the future." It's like the future of what? Like, it's done. Like teams are. That's like, the thing. Like people will just cut you. Yeah, and then they won't sign you. Like this is gonna happen to Bijan Robinson probably in like four years, and he's gonna be like, 
I'm holding out for more money and the Cardinal the Falcons would be like, cool, we're cutting you. It's almost <laughs> like it's almost like a detriment if you have a good running back now. It is. It's like, like if you're if you're shit, we gotta pay him. <laughs> if you're a football player, like you're a young kid, do not be a running back. There like, is going there is going to be a team that's just gonna go to empty backfield. Yeah. Like they're yeah. they're just gonna be like, we don't care anymore. No. Like posi- or positionless football. Like, it could be the Vikings. Use, yeah, they're just going to use like a Debo Samuel guy. Use him like Debo in the backfield or like Cordero Patterson. It could it could be the Vikings. I could see down the road, you know, you get Addison going, you get Jefferson, Hawkinson, all those guys. Like, it could be them. I, I think want, it, it oh, could, sorry for interrupting. No, I wonder how this is going to like play out like in the younger levels of football. Right. Like, moving forward. Like, you're going to play running back. Uh, the hell I am. <laughs> Right? Maybe maybe that's like where it'll fight that like even in like college like you get the athlete guys and like NCAA football like that should be that would be an awesome one. I would like, just say if you're a running back, either learn how to throw or learn how to play cornerback because a lot of running backs are shorter, or like at that. least run or linebacker outs. or whatever. Yeah, but a lot of running backs usually are running backs because they're shorter. So I guess smaller receivers are kind of in vogue now. Um, yeah, isn't Wandell Robinson like 135 pounds for the Giants? Yeah, and you got Tyreek Hill and then Jordan Addison. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, smaller. Yeah, yeah. People are yeah, freaking yeah. out already because he's yeah. not practicing. <laughs> he's fragile. He's hurt. Ah! Yeah, I'm not worried about him not practicing in June. It's okay. Uh, but yeah, all right, let's get it. Um, all right, so if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, like this video. Follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook, and the audio version of this podcast will be available in the morning on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you get your podcast. But until next time, Chris and I talk to you later. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.